Hello and welcome to Reddit on Reddit, the internet's auditory version of Reddit. I'm Nelson Allingham, joined by Michael Camber-Campbell. Here we are, Nelson. We're ready to podcast and full of gluten-free toast. That's right. Which is something that will only make sense to those who watched our live stream today. Which is probably everybody. We've probably got an You'd influx assume. of listeners right, right now. We we are, yeah we we are, we have a, f- a few listeners. Yeah, we've got a little community of listeners. Yeah. Uh, so if the numbers on on our live stream do not match, yeah, that of our small community of listeners, yeah, we want naming and shaming from those who <laughs> okay. did watch. Okay. Um, but I mean, it'll probably get viral. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> uh, it, I don't know why it's necessary to bring up the gluten. Free bread. Well, so significantly. Okay, here's look. Just in case you didn't watch our live stream, yeah, uh, we would we did the the toaster experiment that literally Timmy's toaster test. Timmy's toaster test. We didn't have Timmy. Yeah, no, he was (laughs) no. You know what? The toaster was called Timmy. Yeah. Oh. Oh, poor Timmy. Um, we we did the toaster experiment that literally one person was screaming out for. And um, they didn't even watch it. No. Uh, well, they, <laughs> they I think, might watch it I think they live on the East Coast of America. It's very late. Yeah, there. well, Hazim did, and yeah. he listened, so no excuses. Uh, so we were testing whether the numbers on the side of a toaster really correlate with the amount of minutes that it cooks. But overwhelmingly, most of the comments were about how you chose <laughs> gluten-free bread and how that is not real bread. But what? And some even calling the whole experiment void because what? of that. What? Why? <laughs> Why is there so much hate for gluten-free bread? What if bread started out gluten-free and then somebody added gluten? You'd be like, ugh, gluten bread. No, thank you. Well, yes. No, that is true. But it's because people are so used to one thing. <laughs> but gluten-free bread... All having, I'm saying is <clears throat> just get used to change. Having, okay? How can you improve yourself without accepting change? Having just had three slices of gluten-free toast, mm-hmm. it's weird and chewy. That's all i got to say. <laughs> yeah. It's weird and it, it, it that doesn't have the right texture. I love the gluten in bread. Okay. I've decided. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? Gluten-free bread was fine. Yeah, yeah. I still ate it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not like yeah. it's not disgusting. Yeah, I just enjoyed it less than I would have. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> the experiment was, was a success. Yep. We won't tell you the results. Where did you say it before? Nope. Okay, you have to go and find out yourself. Yeah, I tell you it's what, the only way. There's a pretty big surprise in there. Oh yes. Um. Alrighty. Well, let's get into it, Campbell. Okay. I say. Uh, this first Reddit on Reddit is by. Uh, is from a new subreddit I haven't used before, Ooh. but I might use You've this one. You've been experimenting with the subreddits lately. Yeah. Pick a new one. Experimenting on Reddit. Experimenting with science, like we did earlier. Mm, experimenting in the bedroom. Oh. Yes. Unfortunately, I don't have a girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> it's just me and different implements. He, just, he brought a bunch of beakers. Yeah. And he's just been doing experiments in his bedroom. Yeah. I thought that was... He made a paper mache volcano <laughs> using... Yeah, baking soda baking and whatever soda and you something. Use. I don't know. Never, red, did you ever do dye. that in in private school? Yeah, I re- I never did that. Didn't you? No. What no. a shit school. I just I thought it was like a very much an American experiment thing because I've always seen it on TV mm. in American it's, like it's after the, school specials. It's but the go to uh, science like, project. Yeah, TV science project. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anywho, uh, so this was the uh, the subreddit too too afraid to ask. And it's by Deprived115. Oh, if people are too afraid to ask, this is a safe space, I feel. 
Yes. And we'll have the answers. We, we've always got the answers. <laughs> uh, if one conjoined twin mm-hmm. committed a crime, yep. would both have to serve the time? Oh. Mm. Do we have the answer? No, I don't no. know. <laughs> I do have the answer. <laughs> okay. Yeah, let me. I'm glad it. because, oh boy, I was lost. So I'm glad you're here to clear up what the <clears throat> definite answer is. I think it would depend on the crime. Murder. Murder. I mean, that's a toughie. Yeah. First, he chloroformed his other. <laughs> his so his other brother. brother was completely. Yeah. Un- like, he, he did not participate he did not at participate all. At the, all. The, the last words were, do not murder. <laughs> and then he was chloroformed. First, first, what, so happened, he, first he, what happened was, they went to the store. Yeah. And one guy's like, I just got to pick up a few things. He went and picked up the chloroform. The guy's like, hey, why do you do this chloroform? <laughs> he's like, never mind. Then he picked up a rag. He's like, hmm, rag and chloroform. Yeah. That doesn't sound and too he, good. And but, then, then uh, he picked up all the instruments needed for murdering. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, and uh, yeah, so then he got chloroformed, mm-hmm. and then he went out. It would be really hard if your other, if like a whole one side of you was unconscious, wouldn't it? Yeah. So you got a wheelbarrow. No, so that would be hard too. I anyway. feel like people avoid prison through uh, like pleas of insanity, right? Because that is an extenuating circumstance, which means they're not fit for prison. Would being a conjoint twin be a similar? No. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just gonna cut you off before you finish that one. I think that, like, if your if your argument is I'm not but, mentally safe because I'm a conjoined, no, 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 no. So that's not what I'm saying. Yeah, but I'm then s- that's irrelevant to the question. But <laughs> because at the same time, a judge would be sending a guilty man to prison, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. just, yeah. But then sending an innocent man to prison for a crime mm. he did not commit is yeah. unjust. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm saying is. How is that not an extenuating circumstance? Okay, right. I feel like it would be something like a house arrest. Um, yeah, I guess so. Or they just have a real special jail. <laughs> <laughs> There's like a gap in the middle yeah. of the bars that we do. So one guy can be like, I but. Don't know. Okay, Doing let's say on one side. let's say there's th- this is um I don't know Bill and Jeff right yeah um and Jeff committed the murder yeah and Bill didn't yeah and they made this special prison in which one one side of the wall yeah Jeff's yeah, in prison and Bill's Bill, not Bill's outside yeah Bill is still at prison <laughs> all the time <laughs> yeah that's right you know what I mean yeah yeah that's still not great yeah <laughs> yeah he's technically he is outside yeah but he would still be in the yard I mean I don't you you probably have that that uh you know those issues quite frequently if you're not conjoined right mm. like if somebody has a hobby if somebody wants to ice skate and you're like I'm not really into it you mm. kind of have to yeah you <laughs> kind of have to be yeah. So you think that going to prison is a bit like a hobby that the other one is into? You're like, <laughs> yeah. I know you're not as into being in prison for murder, yeah, but it's kind of part of the deal. I reckon if I was Jeff, I would convince Bill to kill somebody because <laughs> I'm like, well, just we're, do it. We're you're in already, prison. <laughs> you're already going to You've prison. You've got nothing to lose. <laughs> yeah, I think because they wouldn't both be convicted. I think is the main point. Yeah. Right? You couldn't convict both of them of murder because only one of them murdered. But okay. I, I would suspect, mm. and I have to say suspect because I have no knowledge of the law to <laughs> oh, say... You said you could answer this question. I, I am answering the question, with, Nelson. With answering the question isn't the problem. Answering it with information relevant <laughs> and true, I never promised. Okay. 
That's um, true. You're right. I I suspect that yeah, it would be some kind of like house arrest or something like that. It wouldn't be like a. But what if they murdered so many that it's a maximum? Yeah, security yeah. That's kind what I was thing. thinking. That it's like because one measly murder. Yeah, yeah. You go to prison for a while. I wonder if you would then just have like a reverse jail where he is. It's maybe not. Uh, maybe what, still have house, all the freedom maybe you still want. A house arrest, I guess. But just like. They are then, uh, they have like security guards that follow them around, mm. you know, like 24-7. Oh, okay. Mm. Mm. So, because here's the, here, okay, here's my thing, right? Jeff, right? Yeah. No good murderer. Bloody murderer. But right. let's say he's like a, like a Ted Bundy level murderer, like murdered a lot of people. Yeah. Pretty horrific stuff. Yeah. I'd be like, Bill, you could have told someone. He's murdered a lot of people for you not to know. That's yeah. 38. And even if you, he kept chloroforming you, you should know that he's up to something and maybe have alerted but some m- kind of an authority. But maybe that's that's how he did find out. You're assuming that Bill didn't tell someone. But 38 murders. That's yeah, so but, many murders. But maybe it was like... It oh. would take me three chloroforms to be like, all right, this sums up here. But the, it could have... Okay, this is the other scenario. Mm-hmm. They go to bed. Yep. Then he chloroforms him. Oh... So he just thinks he's been asleep the whole time. Mm, this is oh, that Jeff. He's a real piece of work. Oh, he's a <laughs> he's, he's a about slutty. This. <laughs> he's a slutty. It's really about look. The if that's the case, I'm someone. sorry, Bill, but you have to go to prison. You have Jeff. to go to prison. He's murdered so many people. Because yeah. the thing is, he it's about the greater good. I feel like this is going to be insensitive, and I apologize. <laughs> okay. But because he couldn't murder Bill, because then he's got to carry Bill around. Well, maybe. Could. You know, normally isn't it sometimes that you can't separate conjoined twins because one will die. Yeah. Maybe, you know, Jeff's like, we, why didn't Jeff just kill Bill? Because he's like, oh, they can. Yeah, and leave cut me the bits I off. need. Yeah. Mm, this is interesting. It's a real thing. Maybe this one. he's the one likely to die, mm. you know? Mm. In which case, Bill could kill Jeff. <laughs> then he wouldn't have to deal with a murderer all the time. <laughs> Yeah, but then he would still be in prison. He would still be in the right place. What if... Oh, maybe that is the solution. <laughs> Bill convinces Jeff yeah. to go to Texas? Yeah. Where they have capital punishment still, right? Yeah. Do they still have that? <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then Bill says, hey, Jeff's been killing everybody. And they kill Jeff and they cut him off. Mm-hmm. Bill has normal life. Mm. It's pretty good. I'm just saying, Bill could get, Jeff could kill all the people he wants. And Bill could have a good life. <laughs> that is, uh, that's the answer. That's it. You've, you've done it. We've this given... person was too afraid to ask, yeah. but fear not. We've come up with an answer. We weren't too afraid to answer. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> We're never afraid to answer. <laughs> Ignorance be damned. Yeah, that's right. We don't care if we insult everybody in the process. Um. <clears throat> Pretty good one. So let me say, I'm going to do another um, quick one. Okay. Cambo. Yep. Red on Normally you never do two red on Well, it's normally because we waffle on about nonsense, but we hit some gold just then. (laughs) We just nailed it straight out. (laughs) Did the thing. Anyway, okay. This one is by, (laughs) okay. This one is by Baker Shear. And it's just a nice post. It says, 91-year-old mailman retires after 69 years with perfect record. <laughs> Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. 
Um, even ended on sixty nine. So that's pretty yeah, funny. That's that's the that's the best bit. My what what is a perfect record? That was exactly why I put this one on. Cambo, thank you for having the like-minded uh, well, thought process. Of me. As we've discussed on the show, <laughs> we're pretty much the same person. Great, great podcasting material when we're both thinking <laughs> I the think exact this. Same I agree thing. with that. <laughs> Let's move on. If only the podcast was that short. <laughs> Somehow, with the same mentality, yeah. we still waffle on for far too long. But what is a perfect... like? Or surely it's not hard to be a perfect to have a perfect record. Mm. In fact, if any mailman came back into the office after a day of delivering mail and was like, oh, I just didn't deliver like yeah. 20, <laughs> 20 letters, he'd be like, Why? You've got this is literally your job. Why? Empties out his pockets and there's just letters in there. He's like, Oh, yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. I didn't have any tissues. <laughs> oh, I forgot. I, I had two bags. <laughs> I forgot about this second bag. <laughs> yeah. That's great. That's half the mail. Yeah. Just, just like, didn't deliver it. It's been 200 letters in here. <laughs> anyway, can't go oh, back now. End of the day, I guess. Because, I mean, obviously, mailmen are different all around the world. But where I used to live, they used to go around on a small motorbike, right? Yeah. With a pouch in the front with all the letters. Yeah. Maybe every now and then one flies out. <laughs> it's yeah. like, ah, oh, we lost one. <laughs> can't, <laughs> can't go back here. That. <laughs> Hope that wasn't an important bill. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um... Yeah, I just thought it was crazy that yeah. like it was I mean, such a, like ninety-one-year-old man retires after sixty-nine years. That's kind of a nice story, I guess. Yeah. Perfect record. I don't know. I start to get a little bit concerned. <laughs> you know, like if it's such an achievement, yeah, that makes me think that he's doing something dodgy. Mm. If everybody, if all the mailmen in the world are like, oh my gosh, you know this guy's got a perfect record. Yeah, delivers all the letters. Since it's since it's a nothing thing. Mm-hmm. Could we say that this podcast has a perfect record of what? Yes. <laughs> yeah, we got we got a perfect record. Perfect record. <laughs> we've we've done one every week, not on the same day. Yes, yeah, that's true. I think technically you're right. Yeah, but it's perfect record. Perfect record. Every week, but for... unlike this guy, we won't retire ever, ever. Now, if we get to sixty nine years, just for lols, mm-hmm. might retire. That's pretty, yeah, yeah that's <laughs> I think true. that's why he did it. Or if we make it up to, episode... I mean, seventy is like a milestone, right? But he was like, nope, I'll, I'll stop at 69. Because <laughs> it's funny. Because of the little lols. Because yeah. he's or, like, my, my great-grandchildren will find it hilarious. If we get up to 69 years or episode 6969. Oh. So maybe we start pumping podcasts okay. out a lot quicker or something that might, and we get there. That might take us to 69. What if in our 69th year mm-hmm. we got to episode 6969? Yeah, that. We would have to retire. We would have to. The retire. other ones were like, we might retire if we yeah. get to 69 years or get episode 6969. But we promise you this. Yeah. If in our 69th year of doing the show, what are we in? Third year? Third. So it's like a Something ways away. Second. How many have you done? I don't know. I think we just hit two, two, over oh, we two did years. Because yeah. yeah, we've done so one in, every week and yeah. we're 125. Okay. So yeah. yeah, yeah. We're in our third year. Yes. So it's still a ways away, right? Yeah. We'd be very old. I don't think it's going to matter. Unless we start doing them more frequently, Mm. we're not going to reach 6,969 episodes. However, if we do, in our 69th year, do episode 6969, we will retire. That is guaranteed. Maybe we just call it that, regardless of (laughs) what number it is. Yeah, it's like episode 4,620, and then suddenly episode (laughs) 6969. And everybody's like, well, I guess this is the one. <laughs> I remember in episode 125 where they said this would be the last one. Good memory. Um, isn't it so 
sort of stupid <laughs> that like 69 is such a but it's like the only number right oh wait like, Nelson, oh, Nelson. funny number oh, how do i explain this it's also a sexual position yeah i know this is where the comedy is derived from i know but it's like i don't know it's such a childish thing that i yeah. think everybody's kind of gets on, gets on board with yeah. you know yeah. it's like <laughs> yeah six <laughs> anyway uh, all right cambo let's get into ask credit this ask reddit is by i'm not sure if we've done one similar to this i think we have Nelson, you haven't done your due diligence so i've got three just in case okay so i'll do the first one that i'm not sure about uh-huh. uh, this is by goosander 77 you are offered one million us dollars uh, if you can hide a pair of car keys from the entirety of the FBI force for seven days, where do you hide the keys? Ooh. The entirety of the FBI force. The entirety of the FBI force. I feel like the FBI, their skill is like wiretapping and phone listening and surveillance, mm. not searching. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like you've got mm-hmm. as good a chance hey. with anyone as you have with a member of the FBI. I mean, if they if look if if they knew in advance they could bug your place and and surveil you and know where you hid the key. Yeah, I think that's part of it, right? Uh-huh. Because if if I had the keys right now and somebody's like, okay, you've got like I don't know, twenty four hours. Yeah. Then we're gonna tell the FBI that you've got the keys. Yeah. Far uh, right. far easier. So so what yours? Because like I guess if we left this building and drove up into the country and buried it under a tree. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Which I think is a pretty good plan. Yeah, that's not too bad. Yeah. But they, they could probably, pocket. on CCTV, spot art. They could probably go back to the footage and spot us leaving the building. By, all right, they're left and they're heading this direction. But I reckon we went far enough in the country. They're not surveilling. Yeah, yeah. So they're I'm not... saying, like the Shawshank Redemption. Well, yeah. Under a great oak or whatever it was. Yeah. Uh, but, okay, here's what we do. We, we do No, because then, because Shawshank Redemption is one of my favorite films. So then they might be like, maybe he's hidden it under a great oak because he likes that film so much. You know, you've got to think of these things, mm. right? They think real deep mm. into your psyche, into your personality. <laughs> well, okay. 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 Let's, it doesn't have to be a great oak. It could just be a small river stream, perhaps. Okay. I haven't seen a movie with that. Exactly. The, the it, point of there's the, never been a small river stream in a movie, Nelson. That's it, what's so it, genius it, about it. it. Yep. Yep. Good. Uh, so here's, here's the genius part, I think. Okay. We get a cigar box. Right, oh. and we have a fake bottom of the uh. cigar box, and then on the fake bottom we write "haha decoy." Yeah. So when they find it, they think, "Oh, we've got it," and then they open it and it says "decoy," but it isn't a decoy. Underneath that the one, the keys are in the fake bottom. Okay, I think there should be another fake bottom. <laughs> and we say, fake bottoms, "No, so seriously, no, this no, no, is no. a decoy." And then another <laughs> one that says, "Why do you keep going?" Here's just a decoy. Here's the problem. Stop looking. Here's the problem with going four fake bottoms deep. Yeah, the box is quite long, <laughs> but when they open it, the depth is way off. Well, they're like this. This lo- is easily thirty <laughs> centimeters deep, but when I've opened it, it's only fifteen centimeters deep. But this, one, I suspect, four fake bottoms. This is what I'm thinking that because they. They dig it up, yeah, and then you know, in like a c- classic movie, when they dig up some sort of box, mm-hmm. they kind of don't pull it out all the way because you have to dig more dirt. Sure. You just open the top, yeah. right? Yeah. So they don't know how long <sighs> I, I, the, box the FBI is. would be thorough. Yeah, I yeah. think they'd dig it out. Yeah, but wouldn't that be so annoying? Like that could take them. 
such a long time. They've got Ho- time, Nelson. Hopefully. Well, they've only it's got the, seven days, mate. It's the entirety of the FBI. They could have four people digging. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, You're thinking one FBI agent. This is the entirety <laughs> of the FBI. Need I remind you? Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. You're right. Well, then why don't we put lots of boxes oh. with lots of decoys? Nelson. But one's real. I've got it. Okay. So we have to hide a specific set of car keys, right? Yeah. But who's to say that we can't make duplicate decoys? Oh. Cigar box, fake bottom with keys, and it says decoy, but a second cigar box nearby with the decoy set of keys. Oh. So they find the keys in quotation yeah. marks. And they're like, thank God we found these keys. And then somebody's like, oh, it looks like these are freshly cut. And they're like, it doesn't matter. It yeah. still works. And, oh. and here's the thing. They said, we'll have to get these back to the lab. The results take seven days. <laughs> We've already won. That's a good, yeah. that is a good part of the plan. <laughs> and we, we know by mm. experience through movies and yeah. TV shows yeah. that those type of things take so long. The other thing that we could do, and this is, this is slightly gambling on our end, but I think the odds are in our favor. Yeah. We order one million duplicate keys. Okay. And put the real ones somewhere in that in that pile. Okay. It's probably going to cost more than one million US dollars. I reckon if we went on Alibaba, <laughs> okay, we could get it cheaper. Uh, what kind of what kind of key? Yeah, I mean, if it's if it's got fancy electronics <laughs> in it, then I'm out. Right? Yeah, yeah, it depends. Because they're like fifty a, bucks each. No, I think still going with your theory. We'll say it's just like standard house key. Mm-hmm. You can get cut anywhere. Yeah, I reckon if you did it in bulk, that would that do your deal. Are we so? Is okay, this, is this like a 50, needle? Is this 50, like a needle in the haystack? Yeah, type thing? yeah. I'm diluting with because they would have to test one million keys to find it, and I think that would take longer okay. than a week. But then, are we also because I imagine yes, from Alibaba you could buy a bunch of keys yeah. that uh, just are straight like they haven't been cut at all yet, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. But then, are we cutting them all individually? Because then all they have to do is find the one that's cut, as opposed to the ones that aren't. So if we had a million keys. We would have to cut a million of them so they slightly differently <laughs> so that they look. I would order them pre-cut. <laughs> that would be <laughs> the use the most useless thing on the internet. All right. Hey, I've got a million keys you can buy. By the way, they're already pre-cut, yeah. so they won't by, fit in any kind by of by chance hole. they might fit your door. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to probably go through a million of them to find out. But Think about that from, from <laughs> yeah. think about that from the perspective of the FBI. They have to go through a million keys. Yeah, I, well, that's true. Yeah, I'll go with my other plan. Yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. One decoy set of keys. Okay, I don't want two decoy sets just in case. Um, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Um, okay, this this is what I was thinking because loophole mm-hmm. can be. Mm-hmm. I mean, for for first of all, FBI not in Australia. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It takes at least a flight over. That's yeah, like a that's, day. That's like 14 hours at <laughs> yeah. least. Oh, they probably have real special jets though. Oh, Let's yeah. say 10 hours. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, then I was thinking loophole uh, doesn't say we need the keys back. Mm. So this is my... Well, <laughs> I mean, I can't think of a volcano in Australia. I didn't okay. say Australia. I could fly no, so, over there with it. Yeah. Uh, no, because as if they wouldn't stop you in customs. Mm. Put, uh, up your, put up your butt. 
But oh, yeah. they're going to search your they butt. Will, no, <laughs> I don't, they've got enough decency to not search anybody's butt. <laughs> um, no, okay, this is what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. First, go downstairs to Coles, mm-hmm. buy myself a Kinder Surprise. Yeah, why? Because they're delicious. Yeah, but also not, because inside, not relevant to the plot. <laughs> in, also, inside little capsule, mm-hmm. put the key. In the capsule. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously build the toy first. It might be interesting. Yeah. Do you know, sometimes gonna... you don't build them anymore. They just come pre... Nelson, imagine if you're, you're doing this plan. You get the Kinder Surprise. Yeah. You open the, the little capsule and yeah. it's a puzzle. Oh, I would... They were, they, were, they were always the biggest disappointments in any Kinder Surprise. No, I find the ones that are just pre-made the yeah. worst. Yeah. Okay. I would prefer a puzzle... Than just like a toy dinosaur. No, Nelson, the problem is this conversation is alienating our American listeners because what? Kinder Surprises are... Oh, are they are, Australian? No, they're outlawed in America. Oh, because it was like a choking hazard yeah, for kids or something. Yeah. Okay, well, Americans, you are missing out. Let me tell you. <laughs> I, tell, I tell you what, do a deal with your government. Not mm. Trump, wait until somebody else is elected. Mm, yeah. Say, hey, look, let's get Kinder Surprises and outlaw guns. And most people will mm. take that trade. That, that was the choice we were given it as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They said, look, you can keep your guns. We're going to have to take the Kinder Surprise. And we were like, oh, people were so throwing delicious. their guns at the government. <laughs> yeah. um, because they, they said it is chocolate on the outside, but white chocolate on the inside. Yes. Oh, that was it. Any semi-automatic rifle was handed over. <laughs> exactly. Um, but anyway... By the way, so people do have guns here, just by the way. Just like, they're just like... They're not, not semi-automatic. You can't go down to a... No, no, but I, I, I think that sometimes people outside of Australia think that the people just do not have guns. But Which my dad had pretty... It's so close to being the truth. <laughs> but I'm saying it's not illegal to own a gun here. But the guns are so much different. Like, you, I'm pretty sure it's illegal to have a semi-automatic here, it right? It is, yeah, yeah. Like, you have to have bolt action or something. Uh, it doesn't have to be a bolt action necessarily. But yeah, semi-automatic rifles are outlawed. But like, for instance, my dad has about know, four guns, maybe? Yeah. Uh, but he has a license and a permit, and he keeps them in a the safe. And it's not like... It's some kind of weird society where guns are impossible to get. We just regulate it. <laughs> That's all. Yeah. That's all it it's is. It's not about this, Kimber. Sorry. Okay? <laughs> the key. key. The key. And Kenny's surprise. Okay, so we need to explain to the listeners. It's like a little egg. It's yeah. like an egg that you get at Easter, but mm-hmm. on the inside is a little capsule. Inside that is a little toy. Yeah. So I'm going to take the capsule mm-hmm. and... Put the key in there, yep. go to a drain, drop it down there. Yeah, that's good. Flows out to the I sea. I just put it in a bin as well. Dirty. Goes to a tip. Yeah, it goes to tip. That's yep. true. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess that mm. would. But again, they could watch the CCTV footage. Mm. Be like, you brought it from Toronto. Well, see, yeah, the, I think that's why maybe yeah, the, the, the drain, the is, drain better. is better because mm. it instantly starts Flush coming it down out. the toilet? Flush it down the toilet. That's a good one. Yeah, that's not bad. Um, yeah. Okay, cool. Okay. I guess we've solved that. So this is the solution, and it'd be good to know which one people would go with. Nelson's is to buy a Kinder Surprise, put the key in the capsule, flush mm. capsule down the toilet, or put it in the drain. Just as a... I mean, I want to remind listeners, you get to eat the Kinder Surprise <laughs> as well. Okay? Yep. Don't... You, you do have that going for you, That's I, a, I admit. It's an added bonus. Uh, mine is to drive to the country, uh, put two cigar boxes mm-hmm. in... A small, near a small river stream, yeah. buried underground. If they happen to find it, the capsule with the key has a fake bottom that, with a note saying it's a decoy, yeah. and there's another box with a decoy key. Yeah, I'm Bloody playing mind games. So many mind games, mate. 
again, and then the test results take like, over yeah. over seven yeah. days. That, <laughs> we, that, that is a very important part of my that, plan. That's <laughs> canon. Yeah, yeah. Also, uh, I here, here's what I didn't tell you. I would put a a second decoy under my bed. So when, okay. when they do their initial search, they'd be like, well, we've found it. Yeah. They'd go searching, this is a decoy. So then when they find my second decoy, they'd be uh, like, he wouldn't have a second decoy. <laughs> Who has a second decoy? Yeah. That's the that's the second wrinkle in my plan yeah. that makes it genius. I think you just keep going with it. How so many decoys that they get <laughs> mentally destroyed? <laughs> Right, and this is the 64th decoy. He wouldn't have a 64th <laughs> Yet decoy. you poo-pooed my idea of ordering 1 million keys. Yeah, I mean, that's still a ridiculous <laughs> idea, okay? I'm not, I'm not backing down from that. <laughs> um, okay, uh, here's another one for yeah. you, Camber. Um, okay, this is by Ahoni. What is, uh, what is your high school crush doing now? I uh, don't know. Oh, <laughs> does that help? That's boring. I I don't even know what my first high school girlfriend's doing now. Oh, I don't. I mean, I don't I think really know. Kid, but what, what was like? Yeah, the last thing you knew about about them. I could, Yeah, I mean, I don't know what my crush is doing like right now. That would be. Yeah, that would be. That would be creepy. That that would be. This maybe this is a test. Yeah. You say that. Oh, what's your high school crush doing right now? And if you're mm. like, oh, I think they're at a dance lesson. You're like, right. You're a stalker. Yeah. Okay. You've, you've, maybe, failed, you've failed the stalker test. Maybe Ihoni is from the FBI <laughs> trying to track down they, stalkers. He's, well, he's trying to trying to suss us out before we do this great key, <laughs> yeah. key scam with the uh, FBI. Oh, I see. Uh, I okay. I, I'm going. I'm going to adapt it to my first high school girlfriend because I don't really remember who I even had a crush on necessarily. Yeah, yeah. I have a crush on someone I, every it, week. Mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At <laughs> different points during my high school and yeah. life, I've probably mm. had a crush on and masturbated to many a girl. <laughs> right. You didn't need the second bit there. Yeah, but I mean. I was a high school boy. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was a teenager. I mean, I remember in high school for a while, I, I had uh, a huge crush on the actress Reese Witherspoon. Yeah. Um, I could tell you what she's doing now, probably. Okay, what I is think she doing she, right now? I think she's in that TV show, Big Little Liars. Mm. So sure. I'm, I'm a stalker. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, my high school girlfriend, okay, the last thing I know about her is that she had a kid. Um... How did that make you feel? It's fine. We'd been working up for like six years. <laughs> oh, okay. So I really, not even I, just like I oh knew f- that could have been my kid. I knew for sure it wasn't mine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I'm like oh I don't know a whole heap about pregnancy, but six years is a while. Unless it was six years old, and she told everybody. I didn't consider this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or five years and three months or whatever. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, yeah, my I. My primary school crush, mm-hmm. I remember. Yeah. First of all, let me tell you, I, was, I got very annoyed at my primary school crush because I had a crush on her for like ages. Yeah. And then in grade six, uh, so just as I'm finishing primary school, it might have even been after. I feel like maybe when I was in year seven, I'd gone to high school. Yeah. There was like maybe some meetup or something. Else, or I, don't, I can't really remember. And um, she was like, huh. Remember how we used to have crushes on each other in primary school? I was like, that didn't happen. I had the crush on you the whole time. <laughs> I gave her flowers at one Valentine's Day mm-hmm. and she got 
creeped it. Actually, I remember I put the flowers in her desk and they almost completely died in the heat <laughs> during like recess or lunchtime or something. Mm. So when she opened up her desk and got them out afterwards, they were like practically <laughs> dead. It was almost like a death threat. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> then you uh, left the, the note that said, you're next. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I've moved on from Danielle mm. and I'm on to you, Emily. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, yeah, she, she told me this and I was like, I was so annoyed that I was like, why didn't you ever tell me? Mm. Girls, idiots is what I thought from then on out. Uh, but, uh, um, I remember like, I, I must have her on Facebook or something. I don't know. And, um, she has a lot of tattoos and stuff now. Yeah. And it's a really funny image remembering her, this like innocent young girl from primary school, um, pretty studious as well. I remember. Mm -hmm. And I think she actually still perhaps studious uh, now or or at least during her high school years. Mm. Um, but just like has heaps of tattoos and it was like become a, a big part of her, you know, personality. I was like, oh, that is just it, weird. So you're saying like that isn't what you expected? Because I don't think yeah, it's, yeah, I, I, no. I don't think a tattoo is the sign of a wayward life anymore. Oh, no, that's not what I meant at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I'm saying, but like yeah, yeah. stylistically. But, but, it's, you, but you there's didn't... like a personality attached to it, I think, you know, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, like it, it, I'm not saying that there's a negative one, but it's just. There's just a certain personality that of yeah. people that get lots of different tattoos, yeah. and um, yeah, and so yeah, it's not what I was expecting yeah. her like to turn out. Yeah. But again, like I don't know, judging somebody's personality on primary school days to where they are, it's like ridiculous, right? Everybody he, else, I see some guy who's also. like one of my other friends who's I think quite successful salesman and stuff, and he's always wearing these like fancy suits and stuff. And I remember, and he's quite fit. And I remember him used to being like a real chubby fat kid that just like seemed super dumb. <laughs> like, maybe I shouldn't judge people from it, years ago. Here's the thing, Nelson. I was exactly the same in primary school. My personality was identical. I haven't changed a lick. Yes. Mm. I sometimes refer to you as a child to yeah. other people. They say, what's it like living with Cambo? I said, it's like living with a child. Mm. That's, <laughs> that's how it goes. <laughs> um, he leaves the nest quick out everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. I wake up in the morning to cheese TV because <laughs> he's got it on full blast. There's a reference just for Australians. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, anyway, so I don't know. And then another, I guess like a high school crush, I don't know. She's probably doing something. <laughs> <laughs> probably an accountant. Yeah, yeah. Probably so boring. Um, but Sarah Michelle Gala, that was mm. my real crush. I have no idea what she's doing now. Like nothing, I don't think, TV yeah, or movie-wise. Yeah, she was in a TV show with Kelsey Grammer or Ted Danson that got cancelled oh, pretty quickly. yeah, that's right. Yeah, that got cancelled. Which, which one was it? Was it Ted Danson or Kelsey Grammer? Because they don't look alike. I think it was Kelsey I don't know. But yeah, you don't know. <laughs> that's don't know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Someone write in. <laughs> Who was it? Sarah Michelle Gala, write in. Yeah. She might listen. Mm. She doesn't. All right, let's get into Today I Learned. So now it's time for Today I Learned. Today I Learned. This Today I Learned is by Left The. Today I Learned, studies have shown that feeling awed by something makes one feel healthier. It also makes people feel more generous, decreases aggressive attitudes, and makes them feel more satisfied with their lives. Mm. It's a good thing we did that live stream then. Yeah, we really helped out. I, th I think so. 
people shock and awe is really <laughs> what that live stream was about the shock of finding out that toasters are bullshit oh they're not watch the live stream to or find they're out not. <laughs> or they're accurate <laughs> uh but this got me th- when when's the last time that you've you felt as though you were in awe in awe because hmm. it's a pretty it's a real strong emotion mm. i reckon mm. to be to be in awe of something i feel like like that doesn't happen every day yeah you know every other emotion i can almost experience because if it did that person would be the healthiest person in the world that'd be so we'd know about them yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh in awe, yeah because it's such a strong word that i don't want to use too flippantly yeah 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 because i feel like the, my perception of awe, right, and and what you have to see for it to qualify as awe mm. is like something perhaps big, uh, not not necessarily all these things, but at least one of these things included, right? Mm. I think it has to like be uh, big, sometimes, uh, uh, I was going to say natural, but not, not always. So like a natural occurrence. Well, because you said the Hoover Dam really impressed you. Yeah, that's true. Would you say you was it awe inspiring? That's why I'm asking. Were you awed by it? You just said awe. You're right. (laughs) I guess that's the thing. Yeah, if you look at something and you go, oh, (laughs) Um, uh, no, I think okay because. Oh, actually, I don't know. Maybe that's close. Because I think also the awe inspiring thing has to make you almost feel little. Mm. Right? And is that a weird thing? Okay. Like, I feel like it ne- it's needs to give you... You see something, and then it gives you perspective on your own life. Is that crazy? Is that a weird... I don't know if that's like... I think you can be in awe of something and not have it completely change your life's perspective. Oh, no, I'm not saying permanently, but just like in that moment. So, so it's like I might look out to Jupiter mm-hmm. and be like, oh, my God, that's awe inspiring. I mean, I wouldn't because it's like tiny. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but I think it could perhaps give you that perspective of like, we are so small in the universe, right? Yeah. And I'm not going to then tomorrow be like, guys, we're so small. Everything is insignificant. <laughs> Just not, stop wearing pants. Well, okay. Tell me if this counts because I think that I was somewhat awestruck. Uh, just recently when I was in uh, Las Vegas, yep. we went to a Cirque du Soleil show. That was yep. all synced up to the music of the Beatles. Yeah. And there was one moment in it that in time with the music, there was uh, people up in the rafters uh, attached to people with a bungee cord. And then they were dropping the people and they were coming down just like a foot or so above us and then going back up to the ceiling all in time with the music yeah. all around the stadium. Did you, sorry, did you check your wallet instantly just in case? Yeah, I was robbed. Okay. <laughs> But be, be not by them. I was distracted by them <laughs> oh. and someone else robbed me. Yeah, yeah. One of the other circus performers. The They've officer. done this all the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I remember I turned to, to my girlfriend. I said, this is the best thing I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, would that count as orange? Because I, I was. I was kind of dumbstruck by yeah. how crazy, like, intricate yeah, it was. But so. this doesn't really fit with any of the prerequisites that you just explained. But I said, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel like... Who am I to say to you what awe-inspiring something... Uh, yeah, good point. What, Let's what move on. What makes something <laughs> awe-inspiring? Um, 
But I mean, no, <laughs> because it's me here and I often try to tell people how they think and act mm. and should be. Uh, but uh, yeah, because like, I don't know, to me, if I saw that, because then there's things like, well, something, something can be amazing. Yeah. But is it awe inspiring? Because like to me, maybe if I saw that, I don't know, I wasn't there. Yeah. But if I was to see that, I might be like, that's amazing. Yeah. But is it awe-inspiring? Yeah, okay, well, maybe that's my dilemma. I, oh. I, I mm. Maybe I've never been awed. Maybe it's never happened. Do you know what I want to say a period of time that I can't, and maybe this isn't, isn't a good example then, I can't nail it down, I think, to a particular time, mm. but I feel as though when we did our trip from uh, Perth to uh, Melbourne, mm-hmm. we drove across another ball plane, mm-hmm. I feel like at some points I was probably in awe of like our surroundings because mm. I did find it amazing at how like um, vast Australia is basically. Yeah. Like when you can see from one horizon to the other and there's just nothing or just like very small bushes, you know, like that to me was so amazing and something I'd never seen before and I still haven't, you know, haven't seen it since. Like mm-hmm. it's just such a strange experience. And so, you know, and... Uh, but again, like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that's like the definition of it because using my prerequisites before, it's like, oh, it's big, you know, because yeah. it's like this big expense. And then it maybe gives you a different perspective because you're like, oh, yeah, there's there's so much land, like, and I've probably been to the horizon before, but I wouldn't know it because of all the buildings around me, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You get where I'm going with that. Yeah. But, um, and so, I don't know. I just thought, I just think it's like really amazing, but I don't know. I, I, I don't felt know. I felt what you're describing a little bit also uh, when I've been on a ship far enough out in the water mm. that all you see for 360 degrees is just water. Yeah, yeah. And that that there's been moments where you've just been like, there is a lot of water. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I think it's like pretty pretty crazy. Yeah, but um. Uh, I know oh, one thing I think I'd like to see is the Northern Lights. Yeah. Is that right? Aurora Northern? Borealis. Yeah, yeah, Aurora yep. Borealis. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. I think that might be quite awe-inspiring. Um, awe yeah, I agree. But um, but I don't know. But that, but I thought this was really interesting because, because of, I feel like, you know, it's difficult for us to think of times when we've been in awe. Yeah. And... If that again, now I fear that I never have. Yeah, I know. Yeah, see, like, <laughs> and I don't want to discount the circus thing. I like. I think that and that definitely could be, mm-hmm. but the thing is that, you know, that's like I'm not like oh yeah, that's 100 percent something that I think would be or fine. Which, which again, like made me when I read this the first time, I was like, oh my god, am I like, am I missing out? Am I? Is do there, I need to be more? You know, see things. Is there that no make me in awe? joy in my life? <laughs> yeah, that's Right, yeah, exactly. Um, I quickly spiraled into depression. Cambo. <laughs> but then we had to but do that toaster test. But then we had that toaster <laughs> test. And I was like, this is what it's all about. Yeah. Um, if you watch it, and you should, just know that Nelson is smiling through the pain. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, but anyway, so maybe, Cambo, yes. we should try to be more or like in awe. Mm. Try to look for those moments mm. that will make us in awe. You know what I reckon I it's going to be? Good. Yeah. Episode 126. Oh, that's only next week. I know. <laughs> or inspiring. Though. I thought... Like, I think people if, will listen to it okay. and be in awe. I thought you would go with something like 287. 
No. Because then people Nelson. will forget by episode 287 Here's the thing. that we said that in episode 125. If you want <laughs> accountability, you need to set a deadline. Why do we want accountability? We never want accountability, <laughs> I've changed. Okay. Ever since I saw that That's circus so show. <laughs> You're like, I need to be more accountable. <laughs> Okay. You know, can't, can't buy me love playing in the background. I'm just like, oh my God, I've just drifted through life. Oh, I need to be more accountable. This is crazy. Uh, that's funny. Okay. Um, all right, Kevin, let's get into shower thoughts. Shower thoughts, 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 shower thoughts, 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 shower thoughts, 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 shower thoughts, thoughts, thoughts. Okay, this shower thought is by PB Captain Crunch. Running from the cops is the ultimate double or nothing. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah. (laughs) Not, depends what you're running from. Yeah. If you've murdered a ton of people and you try running away for the cops, I mean, they're not going to double your sentence. They'll add something on. Yeah, maybe. But not double. But it's like, you can't, if you probably already get a life sentence. Yeah, or a they're not going to be like, all right, a life sentence, but you run away, so two life sentences. <laughs> yeah. You'll be like, oh, yeah. So, I mean, so what I'm saying is if you've killed a bunch of people, yeah. just go for it. Yeah, just run. run for it. <laughs> <laughs> they're two life sentences. Can't get much of it. Yeah. If you are Jeff and you're attached to Bill. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff, just run. Run for it. <laughs> You'll have to chloroform Bill there. Yeah. <laughs> Which like, will slow you down. Like permanently. Otherwise, <laughs> 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 we might rat you out to the cops. Yeah, um, yeah I, I think it, it, a, it, that exists on a sliding scale. And for that reason, I dispute that it's the ultimate double or nothing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, that's true. Yeah. I think it's pretty good. Um, have you ever run from the cops? No. <laughs> Why would I run from the cops? I kind of want to, just to see if I can get away with it one day. What, you just see them on the street and then run? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you reckon that chase? they chase? Yeah. I reckon they were chase, too. I reckon they were totally yeah. chase. Do you reckon you could get money out of it? Like, you see them, you go, <gasps> you put on a shocked face, mm. and then you run away, and they tackle you to the ground, and they try to search you. And then you say, and you're police like, brutality. Police brutality, what were you, what were you tackling me to the mm. ground for? Um... Also, I have a tip for people yeah. running away from the cops. Yeah. If you're... I'm assuming this is everywhere. Okay. Actually, no, maybe not. Maybe it's just in Australia. Um, but there are laws that uh, police have to stop chasing you if you're if the chase is endangering other lives. Oh. So if you're in a car, mm-hmm. this is my pro tip, is... Uh, go on the other side of the road. Go on the other side of the road. Yep. If it's at night, turn your lights off. Oh, as well, make it as dangerous as possible for other people, <laughs> and yourself included. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, hold a a match next to a spray can. <laughs> That's also very dangerous. Mm. Um, and uh, talk and to yeah, strangers on the internet. That's dangerous. Oh, that's so dangerous. Yep. Uh, and then, yeah, they have to stop chasing you. Wow, that is a good tip. I mean, the idea is obviously that they've theoretically got your license plate if you're in a car. Right. So, steal a car first. Steal a car, steal a car drive dangerously, drive dangerously, talk to strangers on the internet. These are the three things that need. will stop the police chasing you. That's all you need. Um, <clears throat> okay, here's another one. Okay. It's by Peanut Butterfish 23. Ooh. 400 years ago, owning a nice sword was a status symbol. 
Today, owning a sword is a good indication that you still live in your parents' basement. <laughs> there's no good... There's no good reason to have a sword these days, right? Mm. Unless, maybe, it's been, like, inherited. Yeah. I think even buying, like, a brand new samurai sword, just not... Why? No. <laughs> just stop. Yeah. There's certainly, like, a... Uh, it's it's a weeaboo, right? Like, someone that's obsessed with Japanese culture. I, th- uh, I believe it's called a, being a weeaboo. Right. Uh, and there's certainly, like, that stigma of someone being a weeaboo that has, like, the... The, the armor and the sword on, on their wall. Yeah. That is just kind of... You're right. Why? <laughs> we can only, that can only be described as why. Yeah. Do um, you know what? Look, I would have a- more respect for somebody if... Like, if I went to somebody's house and uh, came over for dinner and they're just chopping veggies with the samurai sword... <laughs> I'd be like, that's totally fine. That's yeah, pretty good. That's cool. Oh, actually, you're, oh, you're a weeaboo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is what you'd right. say. Yeah, um, yeah. I the only thing I can think of is for display purposes, and then the the, the my interest in that display purpose would va- uh, would wane yeah. depending on what the sword is. If I came over to someone's house and there was a glass cabinet with a sword in it, mm. and they were like, "That's the sword they used in the Lord of the Rings movie. That's Aragorn's sword." Yeah, yeah, I'd yeah. Be like, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's true. This is a what good if, sword. What if replica of? No. Yeah, I get it. It has to be the sword. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember there was a there, there was a shop. You probably would remember it where uh-huh. we used to work at yeah. Ducks, and it was uh, all about uh, ripoffs, um, yeah. uh, replicas. Yeah. And I thought, why would anybody oh, want this? Stuff? Nelson, Nelson, I have many swords from that store, and let me tell you, I didn't buy any of them. So really? Here's what happened. Oh, no. Um, this is when we used to work at, at the cinema. Yeah. Uh, and to give you a rough date of when we worked there, it was when the first Hobbit movie was coming out. Uh, and they oh. said, hey, can we put up a display? Wait, what? Is that when you started working there? No, no, no. I was just working there at the time. Oh, okay. Never mind. Um, Continue. Uh, they said, hey, can we put up a display because we have a bunch of replica swords from the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit movies. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, maybe we'll drop a bit, a bit of business because, you know, t- times are a bit tough. We're struggling. <laughs> yeah. Uh, For some reason, people yeah. aren't buying our replica stuff. And our and our replica xenomorph that's life-size <laughs> that we have. Uh, so we were like, yeah, cool. All right. Yeah. Set up whatever you want. Uh, and so that it was set up for like maybe like a month. And in the meantime, they went out of business and <laughs> moved away. And we had this display case with all the swords. <laughs> And we tried to contact them to be like, hey, come pick up your swords. Yeah. Uh, and we couldn't get onto them. And The Hobbit was now out of theaters. So yeah. we just took it. You just had swords in the foyer. <laughs> yeah. So we just took it kind of like to where like the loading dock out the back. And then it sat there for like another two or three months. <laughs> so we just broke into the case and then handed out the swords to the staff. <laughs> we were like, do you want the Bilbo's sword? There you go. <laughs> yeah, you can have Gandalf's sword. Where people like, no, I don't want people. No, nah, people took it. And like, you said, take the sword. I, so I actually think for a probably about a year, just in a cupboard in my house, I had Bilbo's sword. <laughs> yeah, it's stupid. Why yeah. is that even <laughs> <laughs> It's just like stupid. You know what? I take it back. The only other thing I can think of that you might need to own a sword for is if you, as a pastime, do like LARPing or something like that. And it is something that you use in that. 
Okay. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So yeah, if, if you're using it for... Uh... Yeah, if you're like, I, I do LARP and I go on quests all the time and this is my sword in my quests, I'd be like, you know what? You're using it at least. So yeah, fill yeah. your boots. Same with the guy that's using the samurai sword to chop up yeah, his veggies. That is also like fine. You're using it. That's <laughs> it's perfect. In well, fact, I bet that would never go blind. Maybe I should get a samurai sword. Because <laughs> <laughs> then also, when you're not doing it, we can display it on the wall. <laughs> yeah, people think we're so cool. <laughs> Okay, uh, here's another one for okay. you. Uh, this is by Unreformed One. One of the biggest surprises most of us had in our childhood was seeing the moon during the daytime. I think I still get surprised by that. I... I'm like, oh my gosh, so sunny, but I can see the moon. <laughs> I... that? My brain doesn't comprehend. Yeah, I'm. I'm always... I feel like the moon is being cheeky. Mm. Like, oi! What are you doing out? Hey, this isn't your time. <laughs> wait, wait a few more hours, buddy. Oh, jeez. What, do, what was, do you like? It was the biggest surprise of my childhood. I think this person had a very sheltered childhood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The biggest surprise of their childhood was seeing the moon in the day. Yeah, yeah, that's that, right. that is crazy. He had some shitty birthdays, let me yeah. tell you. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, here's another one. Okay. This is by Smith Max 4211 Ooh. You have existed since the beginning of the universe, mm. but only realized it when you gained consciousness. Don't you think that's really interesting? Mm. Okay, let me wrap my head around this. Yeah. So they're proposing that the particles that we are made up of yes. have existed since the beginning of the universe. Yes, because based on physics and yeah, science yeah, 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 and stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. that I... <laughs> That I could explain, uh, and, but and, we're almost up to an hour, Kevin, so I better not. I understand that fundamentally, right? Yeah. But this is the deep question, oh. is when do you become you? Because I would say that you when, become you and exist from when you do gain consciousness. Uh, so the, your, yeah. your, your physical makeup has existed, yeah, but, but you as an entity with a consciousness, I yes. think, is you. Uh I think that, yes, I agree with that. Mm -hmm. But I think that he's saying your body has existed. Or she, Nelson. Or she is saying your body has existed since. And I like. I think he's saying exactly what you said, just in a different way. Mm, I said it better. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you got you got philosophical yeah. about it. Yeah. Like, when's you? When, when is... When is you? Yeah. But I think Should what's really Should we just really post a status from our page just saying, when is you? When is you? <laughs> uh, but what I, I I thought, this was actually a really uh, amazing, mind-blowing thing to me because I'd never really thought about that. Like our body really has actually existed in lots of different ways beforehand, yeah. which means that we could also really be parts of other people, mm. you know? Like those, like you could have some Napoleon. I could have some Napoleon. I'm probably part Napoleon. So now that you think about it, now, but even like you know, like I don't know, well before that, like dinosaur, right? You know, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Because I mean, I stars. Mean, essentially, we're all stars, right? We're all stars, and except it, for Hollywood star. They're the real stars. Yeah, that's true, and the heroes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like I, I kind of thought had the same thought about water how water is just like you know always existed yeah. and we're we're all 
we're like what 80% water or something yeah. it's meant to be so our water has to have been in other parts of other animals and things throughout yep. time yep. I don't know it just means I just think it's such a really interesting concept I would like it shows we're just insignificant uh, because uh, in uh, a million years time we're going to be part of something else yes. so I would say what was the earth like 7 billion years old uh, is, that, is that the rough estimate? Thereabouts. Yeah, so let's, let's say 7 billion. Someone smarter than us will be listening, yeah. saying no. <laughs> yeah. you're, you're wrong again. You but idiot. I'm going to say, just for the argument of this, 7 billion. Yeah. It's definitely over 100. Million? Y- yes. <laughs> okay, oh, right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. I'm just hedging up. Next, <laughs> next time you're around someone and they're feeling insecure physically about themselves. Mm-hmm. Say they're saying, oh, I've got crow's feet around my eyes or yeah. you know, I've got cellulite on my legs or something like that. Yeah. Just say to them, I mean, technically, you everything that makes you up is at least 7 billion years old. Mm. So relatively, you're looking good. Yeah, you're looking good for a 70 billion year old. <laughs> yeah. Do that laugh. Okay. <laughs> that's part of it. Yeah, yeah. That's true. <laughs> uh, that obnoxious, like, ah, I'm smarter than you. <laughs> yeah, I get that you've still got problems, yep. but I, I talked you out of it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Gambo, let's get into podnapping. <gasps> oh my God, I'm being podnapped. Podnapping. Pod napping. Mm-hmm. It's where we nap a pod. <laughs> and by that, I mean we steal a uh, topic of conversation or yep. a segment from another podcast. Mm-hmm. And this week, it's you, Camper. Yes. Uh, so I have decided to do a, bit of, a little bit of local flavor. Mm-hmm. You were saying that you'd like to give a big up to like independent podcasts or small yep. podcasts. This is an Australian podcast. Okay. Uh, and it's called Book Cheat. Uh, it's a fairly new one, yes. and the premise is such uh, in that uh, the the host and a guest, um, the host will explain a piece of literature, normally like a classic literature that's on like a school syllabus or something like that. Okay. And by the end of the episode, it's as if you had read it. You know all the information yeah. about it, okay. the basic story, what its themes are, and things like that. So, say you had to re- have a test on it. Right. You theoretically could just listen you to this oh half-hour podcast okay. and kind of know a little bit about it. That seems, yep. So at the beginning of the, the just before we hit record, I asked you what, what a book is that you may have read. Because, Nelson, I want you to give me a book report. Oh, I see what you've done. <laughs> yes. I put said, you on the spot. I'm going to do <laughs> no work whatsoever yeah. for this podnapping segment. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to put it on Nelson. Yeah. Um, so you had... Very nicely uh, said that you would give me a book report <laughs> yes. on the book. Uh, it was... Um, Tomorrow uh, when t- the no, war no, began. No, no, no. I've chosen To Kill a Mockingbird. Oh, no, no. I, I just couldn't do that one. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> like, that's better. <laughs> no, I mean... Because I do know the story of To Kill a Mockingbird, so I am, I'm interested to hear There's a guy called Addis Gus Finch. Yep. And he's... Slow down, slow down. He's good or he's an asshole. I can't remember. <laughs> um, there's like some prejudice and stuff. Yep. Uh, I think there's a woman in there at some point, the, yeah, like the, maybe a girl. There's a small, and also, small girl. Yeah, see, I knew it was a girl. <laughs> um, and then um, it ends when, when he kills a mockingbird, <laughs> and the town's like, "Hey, you can't kill that mockingbird." And then he says, "Yeah, hey, watch me." And then, do you know what he does? Yeah, he kills 
Two, like two just, mocking you've birds. You've doubled down on this. <laughs> two mocking birds uh-huh. with one stone. Mm-hmm. It was pretty impressive. Yeah. They were like, how did you do that? And then he said, just a really big stone. <laughs> <laughs> I dropped it. And I that, dropped it on their heads. And many people don't know that. That's where the phrase, to uh, kill two birds with one stone t- 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 came it from. It actually was... To kill two mockingbirds with one stone. With one with really one, big one stone. One really big stone. Then people over time ended up changing it to two birds, one stone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's mainly right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah you yeah. could have thrown in that it was written by Harper Lee, perhaps. No, who cares? <laughs> who cares who it's written by? Well, this might come up on a test. Yeah, but probably not. Right. <laughs> so what would you say the... Okay, so that's the story. You've nailed... What? You've, what? No, I didn't say anything about that story. I mean, you did. You just recounted the story of To Kill a Mockingbird. Okay, yeah. Right. Good. So accurate. I guess that segment's done. But now, <laughs> what would you say the theme of To Kill a Mockingbird is? Because there are students pen to paper right now, ready to write down... The theme. Didn't the th- I touch on that? It was about like, it's about like prejudice uh-huh. and... Uh, Hey, what, what does it suggest about prejudice, Nelson? Don't be prejudiced. Uh, right. Okay. <laughs> it's is, not, that, is that not obvious? I don't not, think there's a book out there that's like, hey, be prejudiced. I don't know. I haven't read The Art of the Deal by Donald Trump. <laughs> but if there was a book that was going to be <laughs> yeah. pro-prejudice. Yeah. Or somebody from the KKK. Or something. I'm, guess, yeah. I'm guessing they probably wrote a book. Yeah, yeah. And was like, this is exactly why you should be prejudiced. <laughs> so, so it is an anti-prejudice book. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So... If there is a student out there right now and they have yes. a test tomorrow on To Kill a Mockingbird yeah. and maybe even its cultural impact on society, yeah, I just want a couple of pointers that you could give the student yeah. to help them pass their test. Yeah. Uh, this is all you need to do because this is like, are we saying essay format? Because you don't normally do like a quiz necessarily. Yeah. On a on a book, you know, normally it's like an essay, like write something sure. about it. Um, I think all you need to do for these essays is you start off with something, um, you know, a bit sort of general. That's like, uh, "To Kill a Mockingbird" was by a, Harper Lee. By Harper Lee. It just makes you sound a little I bit pro- more intelligent. Yeah, yeah. Like I definitely read it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I read cover it. To cover to cover. <laughs> on the cover, it said Harper Lee. On the cover. <laughs> and then on the other cover, there was a blurb, and this is what I got. Uh, and uh, the, uh, the, the uh, yes, this To Kill a Mockingbird by Harper Lee was um, revolutionary for its time to, uh, to expose the uh, negative effects that. Uh, society can have when judging uh, another race and being prejudiced towards uh, another race. And then you don't mention the book ever again. And you just <laughs> go on about Spin your wheels. prejudice. Yeah. And that, like, that's all you really need because they know that that's yeah. roughly the book. And then I would say just every now and then just write as, the, as represented by the character Boo Radley. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Because that's a character people know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no one's read the book. So yeah. that's, the, that's the other hint. Yeah. Uh, no, no one's read it. No one's read it. <laughs> so they'll be like, I know that character. People started to watch the movie and they were like, oh, black and white. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Even back in the day when movies were black and white, <laughs> yeah. they were like, oh, black and white. But there's know, color all around me. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> uh, but I think, 
I definitely, I remember one time I was in uh, uh, literature, I think, and we did an essay and I was just like the worst. I just didn't give a crap. I <laughs> I would t- talk in class and distract people. And there was this girl I was friends with and she, um, we, and she was like very studious, much smarter than me, right? Sure. And uh, we ended up doing an essay and I was just very good. It was like my one skill of just kind of, bluffing my way through these things like i was i think it was just i was the right parts creative and logical or something Mm -hmm. like that or Mm -hmm. you know uh and so i got like an a or a plus like a pretty high mark and then she got hers back and it was like a c plus or a b something like that and um i got mine back like just uh, didn't even care (laughs) and she's like oh i only got a b and then she saw mine and she was like gee what you got it and i was like oh yeah and i was like oh i just sort of learned how to bullcrap uh, i was like I, I was like i don't know how to make you feel better i was like i don't know i, I didn't I, even I, try it yeah crazy. That, that's the yeah. thing i was like i don't know whether to say because it's very obvious that i'm not the kind of person that tried so i was kind of like <laughs> i'll at least try to explain that this is just because I'm good at bullshitting rather than yeah. anything else. Yeah. Like you've picked up the better skills yeah. in life. <laughs> <laughs> and I think an, another little, um, let's say hack is um, just certain key phrases to use in an essay that will really drive your point home. So after you've had that vague, like, you know, beginning and then you spun your wheels about prejudice for a while and yeah. you name drop Boo Radley. Yeah. At the end, you just say, and if Harper Lee were alive, think she'd agree with me <laughs> oh because you're just making wild assumptions they, that the author agrees with your points right. exactly yeah yeah and I, I think maybe you also a good thing often in essays is to relate it to real world stuff yeah so if you could relate it to like anything trump has potentially mm-hmm. done yeah with uh, prejudice or like uh you know I, I feel like you could even go to the holocaust or something sure. just throw that in there as yeah. like a hey this is also bad yep <laughs> <laughs> there was prejudice involved. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. So, crazy with the prejudice. Yep. Racist, if you ask me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and that's how you do it. Yep. That's anyway, do it. that was the podcast book cheat. Yeah. If you liked that, that you was should the check the out the worst pod. I'm going to put it out there. That was the worst pod napping segment we've done. Nelson, <laughs> I would disagree and say it's the best. <laughs> it's, okay. the, it's the best one. Yeah. All right. Good. Um, but check out the real one because it's better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Probably. Um, so, okay. So, I, I should explain, perhaps. I actually have something planned for my podnapping that is actually quite, um, like, in-depth. I've had to do some editing and whatnot for oh. it. However, it's sitting on my work computer. I've got to send it to myself. So, okay. this this was my fill-in one. Okay. Uh, book sheet. So, you're going to make mm. it up ne- or the week after. The week after. But Let like, me tell that you, Nelson. Must be, that's going to have to be doubly good. Because this was like half the effort. I, I so, the other <laughs> has to be doubly good and then it'll cancel each other yeah. out. I don't want to uh, put your hopes up too much, but I think it's pretty good. Okay. However, you still will be put on the spot. <laughs> Great. Yeah, yeah. I love there, that. There isn't a pod napping. I'm pretty sure I nailed the To Kill a Mockingbird summary. Yeah. I'm, I'm impressed I remembered Atticus Finch. Come on. you got to give me points for that. Uh, there's no points in this game I remember (laughs) his yeah but just make it down (laughs) just make it out of one point you you get four points oh out of one (laughs) (laughs) yes nailed it yeah also it did inspire the the early 2000 street rail 
uh, streetwear brand that I think was owned by Blink-182 called Atticus, oh. in which the uh, symbol of was a dead mockingbird. Oh. Yeah. So there you Interesting. go. Interesting. Was there two and a stone next to it? Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> we read the real version. Of, we yeah. read the yeah. private yeah. Harper Lee version. <laughs> Ours had a prologue with all the, all the stone stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, all right. Well, that was part epic, yep, and uh, we can now go into <laughs> Ask Me Anything, where listeners of the show, just like you, listener, can write in and ask us anything you want. Yes. Uh, so I have an email here from Clara. It says, gentlemen, here's a weird spiritually one for you. When you think of your... Oh, my God, this is really similar to what I was talking about before. When you think of yourself, do you imagine that you are your body or that you are in your body? But when is you? This is the question. <laughs> Clara, <laughs> we don't have time for your question because we We're don't still know. Trying to answer when, when is you? <laughs> <laughs> because also, if you think about when is you, like you, you essentially have conscience, consciousness is so, like while you're still in the womb. But yeah. I don't remember that. Mm. So is it when I remember my consciousness? If that makes sense. Well, okay. Well, this is a debate that pro-life and pro-choice people have been having. Yeah. When is you? When is you? It's the ultimate <laughs> question. <laughs> Anyway, let's get back to Clara's question. Do, do you picture yourself as your body or do you picture yourself in your body? I, I picture myself as my body. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, which, I think I, I, I'm in my body. Yeah, I but I, I totally see your point. Yeah, Because yeah. if science fiction were to be believed like the TV show Altered Carbon, which suggests uh, that yes. people get inserted into new bodies, yes. they would still be there. Yeah, so that's in, right. yeah. in in that case, you are just in your body. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I think that's. It. I I I guess it's just because. I think it's when I uh, have that uh, inner monologue or like my conscience. Yeah, you know when I'm, I'm like debating whether to do something or whatever, and yeah, and. It's because I'm like having that conversation internally. Yeah, I feel like you have it that's externally. why I'm. So everyone knows what's just, up. Yeah. Oh, should I kill that guy? Oh, he did annoy me, mm, but mm. murder is wrong. Murder is and bad. Like I'm talking like walking through the supermarket. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, that's right because if anybody talks out loud, instantly I think they're insane. There's a guy in our building that in the gym every morning, he just talks to himself, but not like, not like sentences. Right. Just like occasionally have a word or two, and I think it's it's something like he doesn't do it until he's been on the treadmill for a while or yeah. something. What kind of words? I feel like it's sort of nothing really audible, but it's not grunts right. either, right? It's not like oh, I'm so tired kind of thing. Like there's definitely words, but I've not seen. I've normally got headphones in as well. Mm, antisocial. And so, uh, well, everybody has headphones yeah. in with it. Maybe he's just listening to Unplugged. something that he agrees with. Yeah, maybe they're like, "Can I get an amen?" He's like, "Amen." <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe he, there's he listens to a lot of call and response style music. <laughs> yeah, and maybe. he's responding. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's yeah. it. Um, but uh, yeah, and I think he's insane. <laughs> what I was getting to, I was like, I I feel like you can't. He he doesn't have the capacity to work out hard and also keep his thoughts inside his head. <laughs> Um, it's weird that the yeah. only time you do talk to yourself is when you swear. Like you'll be completely yeah. alone and something you'll drop. You're like, oh shit. 
but you just don't internally oh, think like that. Out loud, you out loud, out loud like, oh, talk yeah, to yourself okay. only for curse words. Yeah. Um, I have I have occasionally found myself talking out loud. Really? Like, like not occasionally, rarely actually. Mm, like you it's said, not, occasionally it's not, at first. Uh, so. I do it all the time. Um. <laughs> No, but it'd be so, if there's something just like really on my mind, like I don't know, something that I just can't shake, and I've been thinking about a lot, and I don't know, like, and it's just like my I don't know thoughts thought process runs out onto my mouth, and I might say like a word or two, and I'm like, what? That was weird that I did that. <laughs> so yeah, but uh, yeah, only when I'm so, like really in depth thinking about something, and I'm by myself. Yeah. Um, uh, there, there is another circumstance in which I talk to myself, but it's not really talking to myself. It's more insane. I talk to like an object. If I'm looking for something, say I'm looking for scissors, I'll start going, where are you? <laughs> and I'll start talking to the scissors. <laughs> yeah. Why? Why do I do that? Do but have, I do it. Chicken speaks one time they responded in your life. We're in here. Third <laughs> <laughs> draw down. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's why. Yeah. Do, but do you ever do that? Do you ever ask things where they are out loud? Uh, no, that's fucking insane. <laughs> no, I said something on here that I can't take back. <laughs> oh, God. Um, every week it happens to me, so don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, but otherwise, yeah, okay. So you think you're you. I sort of think I'm in me. Not in a weird way. I don't mm. feel like I'm disassociated with my body. Yeah. But I just think I'm, I'm more in You're wearing like a Nelson skin. I'm wearing like a no, no, that's also seems weird. I think. I think. That I mean, yes, but yeah. And this is coming from a guy that talks to objects. So. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. It's, I guess that's fine. Now. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, thank you, Clara. We we sort of answered that. I think we definitively answered that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, all right. I've got one here for her from Hazim. Oh, okay. It's sort of a podnapping thing. But hey, I'm just going to read it all. Anyway, all right. <laughs> he actually sent us two emails. Two Jeez. buddy emails. His first one was the interesting words. Last week, we had I had Wister Poop and Akaju, and you had Woo. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he has got... I'll let you pronounce it just because it's probably easier if you say it. Hip optom on squiddypophobia. That was terrible. Let me tell I had to do it in segments. Yeah, yeah. This is how you say it. Yep. Hippopotamonstrosquidipedilophobia. I feel like I started right. strong. You did I'm start with <laughs> When I, you started, I was like, oh shit, has he learned <laughs> how to pronounce yeah, this? Yeah, I should have done And that. then four syllables in. I was like, <laughs> no. Nah, he, he went in with too much confidence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was my downfall. <laughs> Insane I know anti disestablishmentarianism, so. I mean, we all know anti disestablishmentarianism. I almost fucked oh, that up. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, and it, 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 he said it's a f- it means a fear of long words, that which is just so ridiculous. The irony. Is that going to be, that's going to be close to, I'm pretty sure anti disestablishmentarianism is the longest word. This is going to be pretty close. Hmm. Although I think there's arguments as to what is classified as the longest word. Anyway, this is not part of the conversation. All right. Because <laughs> I'm looking at his email now, it's quite long. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I wouldn't dilly dally. I'm going to rush through this one. Okay. He said, gentlemen, blood transfusions, correct. Meaning they happen in first the war. in war. Yeah. 
Uh, Federation Square, I learned about from you guys. I'm planning a trip to Australia sometime in the next two years, so now I know that I apparently should keep it. Yep. Again, like I said, the live stream, it's not. It's never been a tourist attraction. Mm. It's not like a thing people go to. You've, dev- you've, you've like hyped it up, Kevin, by even mentioning that it exists. It's just a building. Look, I'll it's say th- just I'll, a building. I'll say this. My disdain for Federation Square remains, though Acme <laughs> is quite good, which is inside Federation Square. Right. The Australian Centre for the Moving Image. It's just a building. It's, just, it's all just a building. It's pretty ugly. <laughs> uh, I'd skip it, is it? Uh, skip it. I mean, why would you go there anyway? To like, Acme. there's no. Well, <laughs> to see a, like, random. Okay, anyway. Uh, <clears throat> uh, Podnapping. One podcast I listen to is the GACC, or Jack, I guess. Journal of the American College of Cardiology. Yeah, I listen to that one too. Podcast in which the main editor reads highlights of other people's work and discusses it. Do you guys know of any other podcasts that do something similar to that? I've really dropped off my cardiology podcasts. <laughs> yeah. I used to listen to one called Heart to Heart, and they just had a, an in-depth discussion, Heart to Heart, about cardiology. Oh, that would have been good. It's not a bad it's title. A, yeah, I think we should write <laughs> For something that's real. But anyway, no, I think, uh, look, if people read highlights of other people's work, it's despicable. Yeah. Really. Yeah. If someone nobody, were to take... Nobody should do that. If someone were to take something that someone else had worked hard on and refined and then do it sloppily... <laughs> yeah. Over a podcast. Bloody terrible. Okay. In a serious suggestion, I listened to a show called Mobituaries with Mo Rucker, who does homages... Uh, homages? Silent age? Homages. Homages. Homages to famous and influential people. The episode I listened to, he talks about Audrey Hepburn, okay. who he met when working at a perfume counter at Macy's. Have you guys met anyone famous who isn't alive anymore, and can you do an obituary for them? He has a little bit extra, but well, I guess we'll do this first. Okay. Um, I've met famous people, but they are all still alive. Oh. Uh, I don't think I've met anyone. Do an obituary past. for them, one of them anyway. Uh, <laughs> who are the most famous? Matt Damon. Okay. It's pretty good. Some of the Bourne films are all right. Not all of them, obviously. Can't, they can't all be good. <laughs> but percentage-wise, um, pretty I didn't good. see Downsizing, though I heard oh. bad things. Okay. Um, but some. he was pretty nice when I met him. Okay. Hope you rest in peace. <laughs> <laughs> when, obviously, that, that time comes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, obviously. I mean, you've sort of... I think it was like a 50%... These good things he's done, 50%. He didn't do some good things. I mean, in obituaries, I don't know, just... If if you ever one day write mine, yeah. could you please make it at least eighty twenty positive? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, well, it's good yeah, that you yeah. specify that because yeah, yeah. I'm gonna oh, have to boy. skew a lot of data. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, uh, I I think the only famous person I what are we classifying as meeting? By the way. Uh I think interacted with in some way. I think cause I said the other day that he did a shout out for my band. You yeah, said that a few right. podcasts ago. So I would classify that as meeting. Then, like, that, there needs to be at least a like, oh hi, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. How are you? Okay. You know? Then just nobody. No. I don't think I've met anybody famous. If that, if that's the standard, I'm pretty sure. What what were what were you going the to say? The closest, I think. Okay. Uh, what I was going to say is you can't say Hugh Jackman if that's what you're going to say that you no. al- you, you almost auditioned with no, Hugh Jackman. No, 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 no. <laughs> Muhammad Ali. Oh, okay. That's I, a, yeah. I saw. Um, he Context. was at some weird 
It was when I was much younger, mm-hmm. and he was uh, alive. He was alive. Yeah, and he was boxing. <laughs> no, he wasn't. It was at some like weird work event. There's this company called Vizzy, which is like about rec- it's like a recycling plant or yep. something. Does deals with like boxes and things like that. Yep, and it's actually a huge company. Yep, and my dad was working with them. They invited him to this day, and it was like at this. It, like I don't know, huge park or something yeah. somewhere, and for some reason Muhammad Ali was there. Like there is no <laughs> real connection. Yeah. It just seemed like somebody was like, "I've got a ton of money. Who do we want to get?" And they just got out of like a list, and they were like, we can "Muhammad Ali is Muhammad free. Ali," um, and he was like, full, "Like he was well into his Parkinson's. He was uh, still Parkinson's, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, you gave me a look like oh, no, I, just the phrase "well into his Parkinson's." I was. Skew it for that. Because it sounds like he was really into it. He like was he liked really it. <laughs> into it. Um, he wrote a blog he, about it. Yeah, he, he, he was suffering a lot from his pocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was shaking a lot. And okay, um, it's not better. <laughs> well, it just means that's what happens with Parkinson's. You shake a lot. Um, and uh, anyway, I don't know. He gave a talk or something, and yeah. I'm pretty sure I couldn't hear him most of the time. <laughs> and, and I was like, who's this guy? Right. And my dad was like, but, but you, you didn't necessarily interact one on one. No, right, no. Um, really. So I don't know if that counts. Well, Nelson, give him a, give him an obituary. <sighs> okay, Muhammad Ali. Yep. What can I say about the man who meant so much to me? <laughs> he floated like a butterfly. Yep. And he stung like a bee. He's one rhymes. I like it. But, <laughs> but keep this going. <laughs> he hugged. Like a tree. Ooh. So you got a hug? Um, I, <laughs> I saw him. I, I saw him hug other people. Right. <laughs> and it looked like... I mean, trees don't really hug back, do they? No. He hugged like a cocktail shaker. <laughs> was that bad? Yeah, that was bad. Yeah. Um, but he was a very generous person. Mm-hmm. I, I'm pretty sure. And um, he was uh, pretty... Actually, he was kind of an asshole sometimes, you know? Like, he used to... <laughs> no, I mean, like, in his boxing day. I don't oh, mean, like, right. personally, when I... Right, right, yeah. I, just mean, like, I thought you meant days. when he was at his Vizzy uh, yeah, tour. Yeah, yeah, He yeah. was kind of like, look at this prick in the front <laughs> row. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, uh, oh, right. in yeah, his career. That, that, that is... Um, part of the boxer... Yeah, that's the showmanship, right? You, yeah, you, yeah. You, Which I think I've seen, like, in uh, maybe a documentary about him or something that... Uh, like Joe, who did he fight? Joe, what was the biggest, the one of the bigger fights? Joe Blow. Joe, was <laughs> it Joe? I don't know. Uh, it was the Rumble in the Jungle, right? Is that what you're talking about? That's going to annoy me. Um, I'm pretty sure it's Joe somebody. Is, is this still the obituary? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Stop interrupting. Sorry. Somebody is... T- Somebody's recording this. So your obituary has a bit where you're like, and then he fought, wasn't it Joe something? <laughs> what was it? Was it Joe? I think it was Joe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. anyway. Is this all written down? And, yeah, yeah. It's in the paper. And, uh, and, uh, anyway, and they were saying in this documentary, that it's like, you know, there was a lot of respect when Muhammad Ali died or when the other guy died. I don't yeah. know who died first because yeah. it was like, you know, even though they were kind of enemies and they would always um, lash out at each other, mm. you know, verbally mm. and stuff, 
that it was uh, yeah it was part of the sportsmanship and it was kind of like they still had a lot of respect for each other yeah, and right. stuff like that yeah they're friends so he was a very respectful man mm-hmm. <laughs> you're back into and, it <laughs> and I'm telling you this is still part of it and um and <laughs> many of the trees have sidebars he was <laughs> But why shouldn't they? Yeah, you know what I mean? that's what I'm saying. It's true. And um, he, uh, he looked pretty fit yeah. at rest one in, point rest in his life. Rest in peace. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah, it's good. That's all I really got. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pro- it was probably just as good as that other podcast you were talking about. You, we, we, without listening to it, I would assume. Yeah. Actually, I did listen to a bit of it. Uh, obituaries and it is very well produced oh like, no really well produced <laughs> <laughs> um but pretty similar otherwise yeah pretty similar content um okay if, his, if, also if, said, if his him is listening to well-produced podcasts yeah what is he listening to this for this, <laughs> this is, is the other end of the spectrum i think, I think this is a little bit of self-abuse and his <laughs> you should try to find somebody and seek help. <laughs> uh, he also said, Hazim uh, said, regarding the first heart transplant, yes. just an addendum to Amanda's message. Ooh. It was actually thought to be crazy and impossible at mm. the time, which is one reason why Dr. Barnard did it in South Africa. Looser restrictions on an experimental medical procedure at the time. While the patient only lived 18 days, that was still considered a medical breakthrough as 18 days was approximately 17 days and 24 hours longer than the patient was expected to survive that procedure. It was a proof-of-concept type of procedure that opened the door to further attempts. Source, I'm a cardiologist, hence my reading of uh, reading of Jack and knowing about this offhand. Jack is in J-A-C-C, mm-hmm. the podcast. Wait, you read the podcast? Oh, no, it's a journal. Okay, never mind. <laughs> uh... <laughs> You didn't uh, even research the email that you're I reading. I forgot. Anyway, thank you for writing in, yeah, thank Zim, you. and uh, thank you for writing, Clara. Mm-hmm. Um, if you would like to write into us, you can do so. Reddit podcast, R E A D I T podcast at gmail.com. Yep. You can also reach us on Facebook, yep. at Twitter, yep. and our subreddit. I'll have to check that one. They're all R E A D I T podcast. I've checked it, it's confirmed. Okay. And uh, if you go to our Facebook page, you will see the live stream. Mm. Of us, uh, of Timmy's toaster test. We will not tell you the result, but oh, it's a nail biter. Oh boy, it's been described as available. <laughs> so, yeah, and that's yeah. the highest yeah. sort of uh, thing you can get. Right. <laughs> anyway, uh, leave us a review or rate us on uh, the Apple Podcast or whatever podcast platform you might listen and/or stream this from. That would really help us out some way. Presumably, we've been told. Uh, yep. So thanks for listening and we will read you later.